Hey guys, do you need a website as soon as possible? Or maybe your website needs a little bit of a facelift? If you don't have the budget for a full-on custom design, listen up. The Styled Square creates fully customizable Squarespace website templates that are so easy to use and maintain your beautiful aesthetic, but more importantly, their websites are built for seamless user experience that will lead to conversion, also known as making money. Who doesn't love that? Think of the templates as your website building blueprint. Grab a coffee and make the template your own. Just change the fonts, colors, and imagery, and boom, a beautiful and functional website at a fraction of the price. Isn't that just the best? To learn more about the Styled Square website templates, head to thestyledsquare.com and use our exclusive promo code CHECKYOURAESTHETIC15 to save 15%. Goodbye, website struggle bus. Hello, Styled Square. Are you a creative professional or small business owner looking for a refresh in your existing brand? Graphic design is more than just the right font choice. Having eye-catching and meaningful brand assets adds value and purpose to your business. Kylie from Kylie Bus Design works with you to create a cohesive brand identity system to build brand recognition and hold longevity. Kylie specializes in graphic design and brand identity systems for makers, achievers, and doers. With a variety of packages available to suit your needs, you are sure to walk away with the tools and assets needed to bring your brand to the next level. To inquire about your project, reach out to Kylie on Instagram at KylieBusDesign or email her at design at KylieBus.com. Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic podcast. We had technical difficulties. We did. <laughs> I just feel like you guys have to know that like not an episode goes by that we don't have technical difficulties. Um, yeah, genuinely. It's just a part of our journey. Also, for everybody watching on YouTube, <laughs> you can see the battery in my headphones. <laughs> um, one of my family that. members, I love them with my whole heart, and thank you for moving me, but one of them stepped on my headphones when they were moving me, and the cap popped off. So that's why I'd been using AirPods, but they were causing us like just oodles of difficulty so now i'm wearing yeah, these they, and- they've been the airpods have been a point of contention for a few weeks yeah, and then we finally almost, uh, they were like nope we, we almost ended the podcast we almost broke up as friends <laughs> just kidding yes. but um but anyway me and alexis were just talking about how it's impossible to look cute with these on like you just can't yeah i mean i just like on. never look cute which i i either have to go like full on uh, with the headphones i have oh, to i was like, like excuse me <laughs> i either have to like go full on like gamer girl i feel like if i have like gamer girl outfits on then like it's it's okay as a vibe but like right now yeah. it's just like very clashing so. we get like fortnite hoodies that we start wearing when we <laughs> oh my god and the like cat ears no way <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Okay, I we can't go another minute. We can't go another minute. Guys, guys, <laughs> Alexis is engaged. I oh my god. Let me let me see. I don't have any nails on, so I look like I literally have like a baby hand, but yeah. It's so gorgeous. Okay, just yes. take it away. Tell them the whole thing. Everybody has been asking her to talk about it, so we're, yes. we're here to give you the content that you yes. need. Yes. Okay. So, um I have been with Austin for eight years, so mm-hmm. we started, we met in, when we were 14, the first day of, of high school, um, and then we started dating sophomore year when we were 16, and yeah, like, I've kind of known for, like, a very long time that we were going to be getting engaged um, yeah. and getting married and everything, but I really had no idea, like, when we had talked about like Mm -hmm. when we would be getting married but like the step before that I didn't really know when that was gonna be um and so yeah I I did pick out this ring but it wasn't like hey let's get engaged in like a month and like here's Mm -hmm. the ring that I want you to do it with so because I was like pretty obvious like I had sent him like a good amount of rings and then like when you're I feel like when you're dating for that long like everybody who like has dated somebody long term knows like you talk about marriage if it's a healthy relationship yeah so like exactly it's not like like you talk about it getting engaged for a decent amount of time before you do it and you just like know when you're at the point where 
you don't want to get an ugly ass ring, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to exactly. give him some help. You got to help yeah. him out a little bit. Right. And so I had shown him like a good amount of rings and then, but it was more like a style. And then I found this one, yeah. which I can tell you guys later about like why this ring, because like there is like a specific reason. Um, But I remember sending it to him in like all caps and was like, this is the <laughs> one, like I want this one. Um, but anyway, so, like, how it happened was Austin, so, actually, ironically, um, Katie and I FaceTimed, like, not very, like, far before, like, or, like, too long before I actually got engaged. Yeah, it was, because we were talking about getting sushi for dinner, and y'all will hear later that there is it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I might go get sushi for dinner. And I had no idea. I thought, like, I told Austin, like, a thousand times. I was like, tell me. Because I thought that I was going to try to, like, scoot on up to Vermont. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, so I was like, tell me. And he didn't. And also, like, he didn't tell anybody. He didn't tell anybody. Yeah, he didn't tell <laughs> so, anybody. Which, like, it's not like me and Austin are, like, best buds. But, like, we have yeah. texted before. But yes. um, anyway, so I, like, thought I would at least know more. Like, I thought that. I was just as surprised as Alexis was anyway. Yeah. So Katie and I had like, so, well, okay. So Austin's parents, we go to get ice cream like all the time. And so Katie and I had actually just recorded for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, I was deciding like whether I was going to edit the podcast or I was going to do some homework. And I was just like on my computer. And then Austin got home from work. And then like shortly after that, his parents texted and we're like, or his mom texted and was like, hey, do you want to go get ice cream? And we hadn't seen his parents for like a little while. So Austin's like, so sneaky. He was like, do you think we like, did you see my mom's text? And I was like, oh yeah, I did. And he's like, oh yeah, I feel like we should, I feel like we should go. We haven't seen them in a while. And I was like, yeah, that, yeah, that's fine. I was like, I'm going to do, I was going to do homework, but like I can do it when we get back. Didn't end up happening. Um, <laughs> and then, so we went there and we got ice cream and then we went back to his parents house and everything was just like so normal and they were such good liars they had like i had like genuinely just no even like you were sending me the pictures they have like pomeranians and alexis Mm -hmm. always sends me pictures because pomeranians are just funny looking so she was Mm -hmm. like sending me pictures of them and um like literally like hours before yeah i had absolutely like i could not have been like less aware of what was going on Um, And then so while we were at his parents' house, my best friend Carly and then Austin's sister-in-law were back at our apartment setting up, like, 17 vases. Yeah, and he had, like, planned out how the door was going to be unlocked, like, without you noticing and, like, all this stuff. Yeah, he he had planned, like, that the ring was, like on top of the shelf and he Carly had to go get the ring box and put it on our like shoe shelf like on our like shoe rack so that like when he walked in he could just like grab the ring but it was in the dark so I didn't even notice like I feel like men literally I'm like how can they do this they like I always feel like men can't get like organized things but like he really said that he said that like because he I'm such a planner I literally plan everything in my entire Mm -hmm. life and he never plans anything and he said that like this was one of like five things in his whole life that he's planned and he put like everything into it like he really did think of, like, everything. Like, he even, um, he, when we were leaving, because he had to leave the door unlocked, so he told me that he, like, we were walking out, and then I was, like, walking to the door to go down the stairs, and he's like, oh, I forgot, I want to bring my water bottle, and so he went back to the door and opened the door, and mm-hmm. then apparently he left the door unlocked, because mm-hmm. I always check to make sure that the door is locked, but mm-hmm. he purposefully, like, lied and said that, yeah, like, never would have, never would have guessed it, um, and also, like, because we had been recording, I had, like, a cuter outfit on, mm-hmm. and then I changed, he, when he walked home, he was like, he's like, oh, you look cute today, I was like, oh, thanks, and then I changed into a freaking sleep shirt, and, like, a baseball hat, and he's like, oh, you changed, and I was like, yeah, we're just getting ice cream with your parents, like, why do I, and it's hot outside, why do I need to, like, and he was like, no, 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 like, you look fine, <laughs> and, like, I think he didn't want to, like, because it would have been really odd, if he had been like, I think you should wear something cute, then, like, I would have a thousand yeah. percent known, because he never comments on, like, outfits or anything like that yeah. so like I it I just had to wear what I was wearing, that was, like, <laughs> that, it, mm-hmm. it's an unfortunate, like, 
aspect of it, but really not. Like, I really don't care that I'm wearing, like, a sleep shirt. Um, but anyways, so, yeah, he had my best friend Carly and, uh, his sister-in-law setting up 17 vases of yellow daisies, like Gilmore Girls, and then he had sushi ready for, like, in, like, a, on, like, a plate, and then chocolate-covered strawberries, and, like, a charcuterie board, and there were candles everywhere, and so... So sweet. Yeah, so then we walked in, and, like, it was, like, completely normal. He said that his arms were, like, numb driving home. <laughs> He's, and, like... like Shaking. Yeah, but, but he he was like singing and dancing like in the car. I think just to like make sure that he wasn't yeah. acting like off. So yeah. then, but he said that he like he like was completely numb like driving home. Um, oh my god! But then as soon as he says that, as soon as he got to the door, that he was like all of his nerves were fine because he realized like how much I didn't know what was going on, and that mm-hmm. like and everything after that would be like fine. Um, and so I walked in, and, a f- like, because we have Winston, I always look down when we, when mm-hmm. the o- door opens, because I'm always, like, afraid he's gonna jump out, or, like, mm-hmm, just, gr- mm-hmm. he's, like, greeting us and whatever. So I looked down, and then I saw, like, off to the side a candle, and, but I didn't know what it was, so I just saw, like, a light, and I was, like, the apartment's on fire. Like, that was my first thought. Oh, my God. And then I saw because the candle was right next to the flowers and then I saw a glimpse of yellow flowers and I was like oh my god and then like I just was like so shocked and confused in the video you uploaded a reel slash tiktok on both yes and you're saying y'all are like what 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 yeah (laughs) you can hardly hear it because you put sound over it. yeah I put sound over it because I said the f word a few times but (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. But but yeah, so I I was just like completely so shocked and um and yeah, and then my first thought was like Austin, like I'm so stupid. I was I, in my head I'm like Austin's parents are going to be so surprised like <laughs> like they didn't like yeah. help with this whole thing. And then so I was walking through and I just saw the flower. So I thought that that was it. And then I walked in and then I saw Carly and I saw her recording, and that was when I was like, oh my god, he put, like, so much effort into this, Mm -hmm. and then I turned, and then, like, I turned around in the video, you can see, like, I turn around and, like, cover my face, and then the video, Carly, like, accidentally stopped the recording, which honestly I'm fine with, because I didn't really want a recording of, like, the more, like, intimate moments, like, Mm -hmm. we're pretty private, so I, I'm honestly fine with it, that I, I would rather have a picture of him, like, Mm -hmm. on one knee than, like, a video of what he said, um, but then, so I, like, turned around and was, like, like, just, like, in shock, and then I turned back around, and I noticed that he had my favorite sushi, and, like, all the, all the stuff, and I was just, like, was, like, oh my god, he really put, like, so much effort into this, and I was, like, just freaking out, basically, and I couldn't even form, like, real words or, like, sentences, but I guess I completely blacked out. So, like, I don't really remember a lot of this. But mm-hmm. then he, um, <laughs> he was, he had to literally physically turn me around and hold my shoulders and be like, hey, I'm trying to do something here. Because I was like, oh, my God, sushi and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was not, like, paying <laughs> like, attention. Like, please like, propose? At all. <laughs> Can I please propose to you? And so <laughs> I was standing there and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, like said whatever he said and then like got down on one knee and apparently I was just like oh my god and I wasn't saying yes so then he had to be like are you gonna say yes and then I was like yeah 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 and then I just took the ring out of the box (laughs) and then I was holding it and I was just like you're supposed to put this on me aren't you and then I handed it to him and was like like that and then he put it on me and yeah it was Yeah, mm -hmm. it was honestly, yeah, it was honestly, like, it was just, like, complete, a complete shock, and I think, like, he said that if I were to be surprised, there was no way that I was going to be able to, like, have my nails done, like, Mm -hmm. be in a cute dress, like, be in a cute location, like, yeah, because it's I, also, like, y'all don't, like, go out to dinner or something, like, a lot. No. Like, y'all just, like, y'all very much hang out in your apartment, which is why, like, I, yeah. it made so much sense to me that he would do it. And y'all are private. Like, that made so much sense. Like, everything about it made sense for y'all, like, as a couple. Yes, yes. But I don't, like, 
it, it's not like like if y'all were the kind of people who like went out to get dinner every Friday or something and like yeah. dressed up, then like it would be easy. But it, it, you there was known. just there was just no way I would have. And known. you were just I mean you were you were aware enough of the time period that you were gonna be engaged that like. It's not like you were like it's not like you walked in and you were like what's happening like you knew once there were clues that like that's what was happening. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. But yeah, so then I guess I'll I'll tell you about guys about the ring. So yeah, if you saw on Instagram, I do have a blue ring. It is a Swiss blue topaz. Um, but the reasoning behind that was just that um my so my grandma was like the most important. It's just so dark in here. I just realized. Um, <laughs> but uh my grandma was like the most important person to me in my entire life she and I were extremely close and she passed away when I was in fourth grade but her sister passed away when she was 30 and her sister was like very important in her life and so growing up my grandma had her um her ring which not not her engagement ring but a ring that she wore all the time and it was Mm -hmm. a blue ring we actually don't know what the stone is is called um but it was a blue ring and it was a halo it had like diamonds around it it's much too big like my hands are very small so like it is Mm -hmm. way too big for me I would look Mm -hmm. insane um but yeah I always loved that ring and then from the time I was like a kid I always thought like I would prefer, like, a colored engagement ring than a diamond, mm-hmm. um, just because I'm, like, a pretty colorful person, I feel like, yeah. and I just, I don't know, I, I like that it's, like, unique, and that, like, most likely no one else is gonna, I'm not gonna, like, be walking down the street and be like, oh, that's, did you get that ring at this place? Like, we yeah, have the yeah. same ring, like, I never wanted anything like that, um, but I had been thinking of, like, a, an emerald or something, like, I wasn't solid on, like, having a blue ring. And then I was thinking about it one day, and I'm like, because I was trying to decide and what I wanted, and I realized, oh, the reason why I want a colored ring is because of, like, my great aunt's ring. Mm -hmm. And so then that was when I decided, okay, I want blue. And then my aunt, I told my aunt that, that I decided on blue, and she was like, you should really look at topaz. And I was like, eh, because I only knew of one specific shade of topaz. And I was like, no, that's not, it's not really for me. And she was like, no, 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 there's there's a bunch of different shades like go on line and you can see the different like tones of them and I was mm-hmm. like okay so I found this website and it was just like topazes it was like all the different shades but it didn't have yeah. the name it didn't have like the names written mm-hmm. and I was looking through and I was like oh my god that one's so beautiful like I really love that color and then I clicked on the color and it was Swiss blue topaz, which my mm-hmm. my grandma was born and raised in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yep, that's a sign. Like, it's almost like my grandma was, like, telling me, yep, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so then I decided on that color and that stone. And I always wanted a halo. And I wanted a thin band. And, yeah, so that's that's the reasoning. And I just, I feel like my grandma was, like, almost helped me, like, pick out my ring. And, and, that like, is so sweet in like our own way um but yeah I'm very happy and then um I haven't officially asked but Katie's gonna be a bridesmaid so you guys will eventually see (laughs) wedding content with both Katie and I so yeah um I actually I can't say what I was about to say (laughs) never mind take it back (laughs) um but what I have my (laughs) updates are that I uh have what well, i finished outer banks <laughs> alexa's like i'm engaged <laughs> i'm like i so i finished outer banks mm-hmm. um <laughs> that's a there's literally nothing for me to say um but speaking of signs me and alexis have been seeing mm. a lot of signs recently and i don't want to like get too into it because like whatever but like uh, we've been seeing a lot of angel numbers surrounding the podcast and yes. just like our general businesses and everything just like that make us feel really good um we've been seeing like 444 everywhere with the podcast yes and then tell them about the thing that you sent me today oh okay so we've been seeing 444 and i'll read the i'll read the description of what and like this is all kind of like take it or leave it like some people don't agree yeah with, like, yeah and this kind of stuff and totally um, fine if you don't yeah yeah but we just thought it was like it's like cool yeah to think about. so um 444 um, from the, the source that I have, it says angel number 444 is a sign that the best things in our lives will happen in their own divine time. Continue pushing forward and you'll eventually receive the results you desire. You're on the right track, even if you don't realize it yet. And I think that that just like rings really true for us. Cause like, I mean, obviously with any business venture, like 
you it's hard to give it time but like you kind of have to um yep but then then i saw this thing on pinterest and this is it if you're watching on youtube it says 444 is the time and it just is a background on somebody's phone that says you're exactly where you need to be but the date that this screenshot was taken is alexis's birthday yeah so and i katie sent me that and i was like uh that's my birthday yeah and this just came up on pinterest like right after we had seen because alexis had seen 444 in i had seen it on instagram and you had seen it in our downloads um and yeah so we we were at like 4,444 followers on instagram the other day i believe yep um something something around there and then alexis saw it in our downloads um but I don't know. It's again. It's take it or leave it. And I'm sure some of you listening are like, "That's BS." But like, I don't know. It's just like kind of a sign that like we're doing the right thing. And I think we like mm-hmm. have been like really trying to. We've been in give the, you guys into the podcast. Yeah, and we've been trying to like really give you guys valuable content. And the response to Jenny's episode has been amazing. Was so good. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're just really happy that you guys are enjoying it, and we're just feeling good. So anyway, we've spent 20 yes. minutes talking about important things, but yes. <laughs> the reason that you guys are yes. here. Um, today we are going to share the biggest mistakes that we and you guys have made in your businesses. So we did a submission episode. We have some of your submissions to read. We're not going to read your names because we don't want to out you for (laughs) your mistakes. Um, but then we'll be sharing ours at the end. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and start with a voice memo. Um, I'm still not going to say the name, but this girl submitted via voice memo. So I'm going to play it for you guys now. Love it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just, buckle up. I'm going to play it for you now. Stay tuned. Okay, anyway. (laughs) My favorite mistake that I ever made, which was last December, I um, put out these holiday boxes that were like advent calendars. So you would open like a new little envelope every day and it would have like between three and five little stickers in it. So every box contained like a hundred plus stickers. And, um... Yeah, I I really, like, underestimated myself because I was making all my stickers by hand at the time with my silhouette. And um, so uh, pretty much every holiday box went out late. A lot of them went out in the middle of the month. This poor girl ordered one who lived in Australia and didn't get it until the following year. So that was a gigantic mistake that took probably, like, 50 hours of work. And I, like... It did not go well, and it was a huge mistake. I'm oh, going to start oops. with my favorite. Playing again. Oh, um, oh. Okay, there's much to discuss here. First of all, yeah. Um, I feel like, because we've all, both of us have been in the sticker business, one of my biggest mistakes is literally ever printing my own stickers. I mm-hmm. think that, like, getting a Cricut and making your own stuff makes a lot of sense if either, one, you have, like, hardly any sales, and, like, you just kind of have it lying yep. around. Or yep. if, two, you're completely full-time. But, like, it's just, like, once you get to a certain amount, it becomes undoable. And also, like, the amount of supplies you have to purchase to make good quality stickers on a Cricut, I think, is just, like, you may as well outsource at that point. Yeah, I think, I think like, if you um, – because I follow, like, Catnip. I don't know if it, like, studios. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know who that is. But she has, like, multiple employees – yeah. And, like, they use crickets. And I think that that's perfectly, like, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Because, like, she has time to make, like, yeah. designs for stickers to, like, run her Instagram and, like, run yeah. her business. And then she has employees that, like, mm-hmm. make the stickers. I think that that makes a lot of sense. But I totally agree that, like, cricket and, like, silhouettes and whatever and, like, just making your own stickers, it takes so much time. Yeah. And it's such a pain. And, like, and then you have to, like, sometimes things don't work right away. And then, exactly. like, you have to redo them. And, like... Yeah, and, like, sometimes if if it messes up the cutting, you've just wasted supplies. Like, I think yeah. those are things you have to take into account because, like, I think it's awesome to make, like, label stickers of your logo or something. Like, it's so cheap to do something like that. But... Yeah. Once you get to a certain level, the cost of, like, sticker mule or whatever is very yep. much – or, like, sticker app. Like, it's just and, it, and it, you the also, same. And you also have to think of, like – because I totally agree with you. I, I, I've gotten multiple DMs being, like, should I use, like, a website or mm-hmm. should I make them myself? And it's really – it's really a personal choice because I never ordered any. Yeah. But, like, I – and I'm, I'm glad that I – didn't but I also wish I had in a way like that's like a yeah that's a horrible piece of advice but like (laughs) I feel like 
if I had just, I'm glad that I did be, and I kept doing it because it kind of like paid for the cricket. Yeah, but, exactly. Because I bought the cricket because of sticker stuff. Now that I'm not doing stickers, honestly, I'm glad because I'm going to have it for my wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to do like a bunch of stuff on the cricket. And like yeah. when I have like kids and stuff, I can, you know, I'm glad that I have yeah, a cricket. Exactly. But I think that like when you are starting out, it is. I think if you already have a cricket, yes, yes, then then do that. But that is such a big expense to like, yeah, and just I, drop on something you don't know. I feel like this is like probably one of the hardest things for like if you want to start a business because so if you're going to start a business that just like incorporates stickers, but that's not your main thing, I would say definitely don't buy a cricket. Um, yeah, but if you like really want stickers to be a big part of your business, I think the things that you have to weigh are one time. So like I was at one yeah. point getting so many orders that like I literally spent every waking hour cutting stickers, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do the other parts of my business. Yeah. Um, so like we're gonna talk more about outsourcing later, but this is just another form of outsourcing. It's like you have to, and I think it's hard to like as a small business owner price your time because like y- your time is free. Right. But it's not really, you know? So, like, um, and I've talked to a lot of other people who used to make their stickers and now outsource. And I think, like, of course, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I use a Cricut. Like, it's not to say that a Cricut isn't great. Like, I just think you have to, like, I never even considered. Because I thought, oh, of course it's cheaper to make it yourself. Oh, of course um, it's, like, more handmade or whatever. But, like, sometimes, especially, especially if you have a job and you're running your business on the side, Yes. You need to spend that time doing or things that are going to get something. Yeah, just, that if are this gonna, isn't like your yeah, because for thing. me the cricket worked until I went back to school when it just yep. didn't. I didn't have time. Yep. I literally didn't. And, have time. and the thing is, is like I, I can totally understand the mentality of like, well, the cricket is cheaper, so why wouldn't I do the cheaper thing? Like whatever, I can just spend more time on it. And like, what else am I going to be doing? Well, mm-hmm. you could use that time that you would be spending hours and hours working on the cricket on marketing on making tiktoks reels like to sell more branding making more sticker designs and all those things that is kind of in a way money you know in my experience whenever i so i tried a lot of different things sold a lot of different kinds of stickers like with different like um laminates and things and the one that i landed on cost probably more than it did to order from sticker mule or something Mm -hmm. because like of course you do have to when you're ordering from Sticker Mule, if something's wrong, they will send you, mm-hmm. like, yep. a refund or, like, send you more stickers or whatever. Yep. If you mess up, too bad. Like, exactly. And, like, you ha- you know, you do have to order in bulk, but, like, to make them, like, cheaper. But, like, I, I don't know. There's also a ton of discounts. Anyway, I don't know. That's just my professional yeah, opinion. It's really, it's really <laughs> a personal thing, and, like, it's very situational, I think. Yeah, and, like, that's just from my experience. So, like, take it with a grain of salt, but... That is my yes. advice. Um, okay. Alexis, do you want to go ahead and read the next yeah. biggest mistake? Um, okay, so this girl said, my best... That wasn't a word. My, bi- my biggest... Bi- my best... My best... <laughs> my biggest mistake in my business, not saying no to people. Same. Um, it has been a wild time learning to say no and refer people elsewhere when they ask for something I don't do. I get a lot of questions about tattoo designs, paintings of architecture, like, uh, or branding projects. I like helping and trying new things, but more often than not, it truly ends up being not being a good fit. I also obviously like the pay, but if the work isn't at least kind of fun, it really weighs down on my week. I had to learn to thank people for the opportunity and then offer to them to find Mm -hmm. another artist. I like, or I wish I'd known it was okay to say no like five years ago. Yeah, and I think this is really important because like not only are you saying no for your own personal gain, but like if a project doesn't- For them too. Yeah, if a project doesn't match your skill set, like their ways, not that that you couldn't do it because I was this way too. Like I think at the beginning you get so excited you say yes to everybody and like then you like are like oh well I need the money to reinvest because you know when you're starting out a business like you really are not making a lot of money you're reinvesting a lot of it and so for me I was like you know if they want me to do it like they came to me for a reason but I think part of being a good designer is being able to say like I'm just not the best match for this project that's like I used to do portraits which I was literally shit at I was shit at them they were so bad I don't, that's not my thing. My thing mm-hmm. has never been really, like, I can't, I, I don't draw, th- I letter. And, mm-hmm. like, do, like, I just, you know, 
So, like, I... And it also doesn't even have to be, like, your skill set. Like, it also could just be, like, do you like it? Yes or no? Exactly. you're usually going to, like, do better if you like it. Yeah, and even, like, the type of project. Like, say you do web design and graphic design, but you love web design more. Say no to some graphic clients so you can take on more web clients. Like, that's totally fine, too. Yeah. Or just taking on, like, bigger web clients. Exactly. Just, like, and a I, bunch of small stuff. Yeah, and I feel like saying no is something I'm so bad at in every single facet of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's not just business, but I feel like that's such a hard thing to learn because um, especially when money is involved, I think it can you can just get caught up in that really it's, easily. Yeah, it's so hard to not. And especially, like, when you're first starting out, you also want to, like, build a portfolio. Yeah. So not only are you saying no to money, you're also saying no to, like, an opportunity to, like, show that you've done work. Exactly. And I think sometimes, like, it takes time to figure out, like, what you really like because you're going to have to accept some things you don't like to realize, like, I don't like this. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely do not feel bad about saying no. Um, uh, And there's, like, a lot of different – I I always Google things, but there's just a lot of resources on, like, nice ways to turn down clients. Say no. I think the best way is to refer them to someone, and you don't even have to, like, immediately refer them to someone – you can say, like I've said before, like, thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, I'm very flattered that you like my work or whatever. But, like, I think that um, we might we wouldn't be a good fit for, like, mm-hmm. X reason. Um, if you would like, I can send you some people that I know that would be yeah. good for this. And you can so. also say, like, if you don't, and they'll never know. You could just say, I'm full of pro- for projects right now you know mm-hmm. like yes but I always think honesty is the best policy but I know sometimes it's just hard especially if they're they don't come to you with the most kindness yes if they're yeah if they if they're kind then you can give it to them straight if they're not and pushy then just lie yeah <laughs> we are only here to give you the absolute best advice yeah. and we're very morally conscious <laughs> anyway okay so the next person said um biggest mistake a year ago i started selling sorority stickers for a short period of time and had to stop real quick to sell sorority stickers you need to have a license you need to be a licensed Mm -hmm. vendor and you have to pay some fees royalties and have good business insurance which seems obvious looking back but i didn't really think of it then now a year later i'm licensed and can sell my sorority stickers so long story short educate yourself before you start selling things like disney stuff greek life things etc I'm yeah. so glad that she said that. Like, I, I know. I think a large part of um, Etsy really is copywritten stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, so and, this is like celebrities, movies, like, yeah. Anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, that song isn't public. Lyrics. Yeah, anything that isn't public domain. Yeah. Um, I had so many people ask me to sell my prints of, um, like, movie characters and Disney princesses and, like, uh, so like you know public figures and whatever mm-hmm. and I was like I'm sorry I I can't and um, I, I certainly made this mistake I used to sell sorority stickers I used to sell um uh Harry Styles stickers like mm-hmm. all of that stuff which that wasn't allowed but yeah. I don't anymore so you know right. and I think that's something else that like is important just to mention in this episode is like if you're listening and you're like I did that like Girl, so did we. Yeah, it's... <laughs> like, yeah, that's it's the fine. whole point of this. Like, everybody yeah. makes mistakes and, like, all of us mm-hmm. are just young. And, like, you're not going to get sued. Like, every... Right. T- those big people, all they want is... They're just like, take it down, you know? So, right. like, if you have some up right now and you're listening to this that you think might be licensed, take them down. Uh, yeah. Take, like, the... You know, d- you don't need to delete them. Just take them... Like, make them unavailable right now. Get your licensing. And yeah. then come back. And... Yes. Try again. But... Yes. Yeah. Agreed. I feel like that's something that just, like, people don't really talk about that you don't, you like, don't think about because you think, oh, I made it. I can sell it. But it's not always that Yeah, one. exactly. Exactly. So. So, yeah. Okay. Um, biggest engagement or biggest business mistake. Why can't I read? I'm literally. You're, like, like skipping lines. Today. <laughs> yeah, I just skip lines. Uh, biggest big. <laughs> biggest oh, business mistake. Joining an engagement group with local businesses after I left my engagement was awful and I lost motivation yeah Mm -hmm. we Um, I I mean the whole we talk about this all the time everything you do in your business should be genuine and authentic and that's not yeah yeah and I think there's a huge difference between like a community group yeah yeah that like are like friends and like you know like you ask advice yeah which is the podcast 
Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, may we direct you to the Check to Your go, Aesthetic Community yes. Facebook group. <laughs> also, Katie last episode said, well, I guess it's not last episode. Oh, so, are they not going to hear that until they're not going to hear that for like a couple weeks. Guys, uh, whoever's the 200th person, Katie said she would send them free stickers. So go join the oh, Facebook yeah. group. Also, um, all my stickers are off my site. So they're uh, very specialty old. stickers. You can never order them <laughs> again. Like they're not available for purchase anyway. Um, yeah. Um, and I love how I'm just, like, giving Katie stickers away. Um, (laughs) but, yeah, I think (laughs) there's a big difference between that and, like, being just, like, friends with people and then, like, here's my post, go comment on it with, like, and like it within 30 minutes, like. Yeah, and I've heard of some that have, like, rules. No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, nope. No. Mm -hmm. Also, one, that's bad for the algorithm. Two, that looks bad on you. Three, if yep. you join one thinking that it's not that and it becomes that, just leave it. Yeah, just leave. Because clearly yep. those people don't give a shit about you if they don't want to talk to you. Like, yep. the thing is, if you create a community, those people are naturally going to want to comment on your stuff because they love you. Mm-hmm. That's what I've done. My friends comment on my stuff because they love me. I don't have to ask them yep. to. I never ask yep. anybody to comment on my stuff. Like, And yep. again, this is another mistake that I have made. <laughs> like, yeah. we've all made. Right. Like, we've all made this, right. but... Definitely don't do that. So that is not good. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Okay. Next one. I make t-shirts and one of the biggest mistakes I ever made was having a pop-up shop and making t-shirts people hadn't ordered yet. The pop-up shop was a Christmas shop and I still have so many shirts left over. I think this can go either way. I think the Christmas thing is like a big factor. I agree. Because I think like if it was just like a random thing, then like it's okay to have stock left over after a pop-up shop. But the fact that it's... yeah, but the fact that it's Christmas stuff makes it very difficult, obviously, yeah. to sell. And I think the thing, or I, I think the thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the thing with this is, like, there's a balance between you, obviously, like, it's like you have to spend money to make money. Like, you have to invest yeah. in your business and you have, because if you had had no shirts available, nobody would have even had the option to buy them. So mm-hmm. I think it's about learning your numbers. Like, for me, it's taken mm-hmm. me a while to learn, like, this is how many of this product will sell. And obviously that's why first launches are so scary because like with restocks, you kind of have a feel like, oh, this sold out in five minutes. I need to order more than I did last time. But like, you're obviously going to have best sellers and things that don't sell as well. So it's finding that balance of like, the first pop-up I ever did, my Birmingham mugs that I sold, sold out in like 10 minutes of the pop-up. So next time I ordered way more and it was better. Um, But then other things didn't sell. So then I didn't order them for next time. So I think no matter what, you're going to have to swallow some money. So don't listen to this and think like, oh, well, I shouldn't make stock from my pop-up. Or I shouldn't shouldn't do pop-ups or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's just about like knowing your products and knowing your customers. And pop-ups are different because you're reaching a completely different customer base. Right, exactly. Like exactly, and you ha- you don't know how many people are going to be at that market. Yeah, you don't know who and, they're targeting. You don't know if they're going to be adults, kids, people right, your age. Right. If they're even going to be like target think, demographic. I think something that if you're going to order like a good amount, because it sounds like she ordered like a good amount and then mm-hmm. had like leftover stock. I think if you're going to do that and order like more, just like Katie said, like if it's something that you already know has sold well in the past, then go ahead and order more. Yeah. But especially something like a Christmas thing or, like, mm-hmm. something specific to a certain season. Um, or if, like, you're traveling and something, yes. like you said, the Birmingham mugs, you're not going to sell Birmingham mugs in, like, Texas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anything that's specific, you want to be, like, really sure of, like, yeah. how many people are going to purchase this mm-hmm. item so that you don't end up with stuff left over. Yeah, and I also think something that I did, like, when those Birmingham mugs did sell out, I was, like, shoot mm-hmm. you know now I'm I, I messed yep. up like I don't you know. have yeah but I let people give me their emails and I mm. got literally like so I I ended up selling 40 of those I had 10 in stock 30 people were on that list for me to order them I ordered more that night mm. so like doing something like that to kind of make up for it um or like directing people to your website would be a good option yep. but definitely you could also have like a qr code of your instagram or absolutely. your etsy or your website or absolutely something so that they can bring it up right away yes but definitely don't um i think it's finding a balance of like investing in yourself yeah, don't you, get like discouraged yeah you have to like take that leap and also for the person who submitted this like this doesn't mean that other things it's going to happen with other things too like it right you know i think the christmas thing was a big factor but yeah i definitely definitely understand that one that's definitely tough 
Um, I did want to also say that I just thought of another, like, mistake that I made was relying heavily on story answers, like, story replies, saying, like, are you going to purchase this, yes or no, and then, like, basically ordering the amount that people said yes, like, no people people aren't gonna fall like i hate to say it but like people aren't gonna follow through and i think it's more accurate to get a poll on like which one of these do you like better to decide which one you should sell rather than like don't ever base it off the numbers because think about the way you scroll through instagram polls you vote on a ton of stuff you're just sitting on your phone scrolling you don't you don't like register that like oh that's gonna come out and i'm gonna buy it like do that am i really gonna buy it like should i really answer yes people just don't think like that so right yeah exactly and people might forget too they might have the intention and then just like you don't get shown on their feed and then exactly yeah okay so next question it's already almost 40 minutes we might have to do a second episode and (laughs) not have all of these because we still have a lot of questions okay um so one of my biggest uh business mistakes one of my sweatshirts was selling super well so well that it sold out fairly quickly it was the first time that had ever happened. I saw that the inventory was getting low, but knew lots of people were still trying to buy it. I didn't want those to lose those sales, so I didn't let the website show that they were sold out. People kept buying the sweatshirt, even though we didn't have any more, but I was confident I could get them made quickly and still have them shipped out at a reasonable time. Turns out my supplier had sold out of all of the sweatshirts <laughs> in that color I used, and the company I partner with for screen printing was booked out for two weeks. Yeah. Double whammy. I had to refund quite a bunch of, or quite a few people that day. It's safe to say I never oversold an item, and after that, and never will. Worst day ever. I have done this with pre-orders before. I'll do a pre-order, mm-hmm. then my supplier will be out of stock of that. And usually mm-hmm. people are patient. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever that happens, I always give them the option, like, you can wait or I can refund you. Like, I'll still get them whenever they're in stock. But pre-orders, only do them if it's a something that you know you can get. Like, yeah. if it's a, like, because it, so if you have a Cricut, that's another thing. You can sell stickers, like, you know, made to order that's the kind of thing you can sell before you have it made but like other like if it's something you need to rely on somebody else for not a good idea yeah um that's another thing that i i keep i'm I'm gonna have all my my mistakes already i know answered before yeah um but one of my biggest mistakes was that i'm dealing with right now is that i got very into because like with I was selling stickers at like a fast enough pace that I didn't want to like make every single one when I got the sale Mm -hmm. so I would print like a sheet of that of that specific sticker so I'd have like multiples but then I got like really printing happy and like spent like a good amount of time just like printing yeah and like didn't have like the stock like I didn't have like the customer base for like how much I was printing Mm -hmm. just because I got like printer happy um and yeah now I have like it's it's really only in like specific uh stickers specifically the ones that are long because I was able to print like so many yeah so then I would print like I'd print one sheet and I'd have literally like 32 yeah so yeah okay I'm gonna read one more and then we'll share ours um okay okay So this is about a magazine. I'm not going to say what the magazine name is. Um, When we put together our 2020 book, we didn't properly figure out all the ways we were going to distribute it before deciding how many to print. We assumed that we would be able to figure it out once we had the books. Two weeks after the book was printed, California went into lockdown, which obviously we couldn't have known, and it led to us not being able to nail down the distribution the way we had imagined. We also briefly debated taking the year out of the title, but thought naming it blank 2020 would be good because if it went well we could come out with a book of all of our best content every year in reality we printed too many should have had the sure set places that would sell the book before deciding on how many to print and put a limited and put and limited for how long we could sell it okay they shouldn't have limited how long they could sell the title um now it's mid way through 2021 and we still have a storage unit full of books we can't sell I think that that is very similar to the Christmas situation where you just, you have boxed yourself in a little bit. And also I think that's another important thing. Like, like, you know, we don't run businesses that have like 
things we need to distribute. But like, this would be like, if you're, say you're on FAIR, like a wholesale website, you don't need to make a thousand things before you have wholesalers. You know what I mean? Like you need to right. figure that out after. And I think something that I've right. learned throughout my business is like people, not everyone now, some people are terrible, but most people are more patient than you think. Yes. Agreed. And they know they're ordering from a small business, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, for the most part, have a lot of, like, grace with with that. Definitely. Um, but also, I wouldn't bank on that. Yeah. So I wouldn't go into it and be like, oh, they're fine. Absolutely. They're, they'll be, you know. Yeah, So 100%. I think it's about, like, showing, like, respect, but. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alexis, do you want to give, I'm going to narrow mine down to one for this episode, because we'll definitely do this again, but do you want to give um, your, your biggest mistake? Let me go back to the top where I had everything written down. Hold on. Um, hmm. Okay. One mistake. You don't have to do well, one. I, I mean, you can do more than one. We're going to do it again. So I'll just say. Yeah. I'll say one. Um, my biggest mistake, I think, and if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you already pretty much, I feel like, know my answer. Um, but just, like, not doing what I wanted to actually do and, yeah. like, feeling almost like peer pressured but it like there was no pressure but I felt like peer pressured yeah into doing what everyone else was doing because yeah. I think I felt weird like doing the complete opposite um and yeah that just like didn't end up working out for me um yeah and I just wish that I had been like a little bit more confident in myself and my abilities because yeah. now I'm kind of having to like backtrack yeah definitely I agree with that one too like having no direction is not mm-hmm. the best way to start I think like it's hard because none of us like neither of us meant to start our businesses it just kind of like sparked right really exactly but definitely yeah. taking the time to plan and all that um and sort of going off of that so I hired so I started to outsource I guess like as I grew and I think that I outsourced for the wrong things at the wrong times so I and like this is like no shade to anybody like I loved everybody that I outsourced but it was the wrong times for me to do that. So I outsourced mm-hmm. a virtual assistant, which now I'm at the point where like that would probably help a lot because I'm working. But like right. at the time, what I needed was like a business coach or like a copywriter or somebody like that. Yeah. Like to like, I think I started with the wrong things. Like I needed to get my head in the right place before I was able to hire out somebody. And we talked about this in, I don't know if it's gone up yet, but we have an episode with a virtual assistant about how before you hire a virtual assistant. I think that's going up next week. Yeah, before you hire a virtual assistant, you should know um, what your needs are. And I didn't. She was just like organizing my emails and all that stuff, which was great, but I wasn't really getting like the value out of it that I yep. needed and I think I would have been right. much which wasn't her fault no 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 at all like, she was doing yeah. an amazing job at what she was doing and yeah. I loved her and I you know I would work with her again but I would have her do different things you know like there was better I was just so yep. overwhelmed at the time I was like didn't know what I wanted but I my money would have been put to better use at that current time hiring somebody like a business coach who I could talk to and could help me figure out this stuff to arrive at the conclusion that I have now a little bit earlier um, right totally but I think like outsourcing is really important but it's important to do it kind of in the right order um because you have to know who you are as a business before you yeah you can't hire a virtual assistant and be like who am i like exactly when you have a virtual and this is this is a good plug for next week um because that was a really great episode but i think that um yeah you have to really know like going into having a virtual assistant you have to know exactly what like objectives you want them to like have and when you don't know that yourself, then that's not the time for you to have a virtual assistant. Yeah. And like this could apply to a lot of different things. Like this could apply to you in a different way where like you're not like maybe you're outsourcing hiring a graphic designer before you're mm-hmm. hire or before you're outsourcing your products or something like that. You know, like it could just go in a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so li- definitely listen to the episode that's going out um, next week week when you're listening to this um but yeah that was my biggest mistake um it's just I loved her but I didn't need her at the time and although she definitely helped me I could have invested my money better so Mm -hmm. um do we have random questions you put something on your story didn't you uh yes hold on did you get good ones uh yeah okay I got good ones okay hold on us not being prepared Um, again (laughs) yeah sorry guys (laughs) haha um hmm Oh my god, why can't I use Instagram? Okay, um, ooh, this is a good one. This is very random, but 
peanut butter and jelly or grilled cheese? Oh, grilled cheese. I don't like peanut butter that much. You don't like peanut butter? I don't like peanut butter and, je- butter and jelly. I like grilled cheese, though. I was talking to my roommate, and, like, I – it kind of depends on my mood. I would never eat, like, a spoonful of peanut butter. Um, Like, I don't like just, like, peanut butter. But – and, like, I wouldn't put it in a smoothie. Like, if I was making something, I wouldn't make it with peanut butter. But then every once in a while, I want a peanut butter and jelly, and every once in a while, I want a Reese's. Okay. So, like, I don't like it, but I kind of do. But also, I okay. started to like it more as I grew up. I used to hate it. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't like peanut butter and jelly because I just, I don't know, like a soft sandwich is like gross to me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I don't, it's just like weird. Yeah. Um, but I really love uh, peanut butter smoothies. Those are good. Um, like a peanut butter and banana smoothie. Um, okay. Let me. The way you shat on me. Interesting. That's really interesting. <laughs> I don't mean not liking peanut butter. Jesus. Um, yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't even like peanut butter that much. I don't know why I, like, <laughs> you just wanted to shit on me. Yeah. Um, I saw the opportunity and I had to go for Thank it. God. Um, okay. Mm, oh, this is an interesting question. If you could change lives with someone else for a day, who would it be and why? You. Me? Ugh. I, Ew. Well, I want to, like, what? like, one of my friends or something. Actually, that's a lame answer. That was just my immediate thought, because, like, I want to know what other people think about me. <laughs> but that's something to discuss with my therapist. Um, oh do you God. know what? It would probably be, like, somebody who lives in Greece. <laughs> I don't know who. Like, mm. an influencer mm. in Greece or something. I don't know. Somebody who's rich. You know what? I, you know what? I, I don't know if this is, like, applicable. I don't know if this is allowed to answer, but my grandma, when she lived in Zurich. Yeah. When she was my, when she was my age. That's dope. Because, like, I... I love Zurich. I mean, I literally have a Zurich tattoo, but I love Zurich so much, and I love my grandma so much, yeah. and she had such a, like, cool life before she had my um, aunt and my mom, and, like, I I would want to, like, see what she, like, experienced, because yeah. I feel like she just was, like, so cool. It's a sweet answer. I said Alexis, and then I said a Greek person. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that we didn't know the questions before? Anyway, all right, yeah. well... Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. Then to follow us on our Instagram account, check your aesthetic podcast, our TikTok, which is check your aesthetic podcast. It's yes. just check your aesthetic. Just check, just check your aesthetic. And then, and then our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co. on AlexisAdams.co. And we We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Go listen to the next episode next week because it was a really good one. Yes, definitely do. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. (laughs)